Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour Holiday Edition, our special episode. How are you, Mom? What's up? Oh, I'm doing wonderfully, daughter. Everything is great. I'm burning some wonderful, uh, what is it, frankincense and myrrh incense and um, getting ready to pack up. I'm going away for a few days for the actual Christmas holiday and um, also having a wonderful Christmas cocktail. How about you, sweetie? What's going on on your end? Yeah, um, you know, I'm ex- always excited for the holidays, doing a little bit of cooking and prepping and everything and, you know, just getting ready to, you know, go see extended family and, you know, just spend time with family in general. And so I love that. I'm always happy about that. And hopefully I won't have any coal in my stockings this year. Uh, I don't think so, because you've been a very good girl. So yeah. I don't. So I think Santa is going to have some wonderful surprises for you. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, Uh, Hey, I I never worry about it. I'm blessed to be here. Too blessed to be stressed. I know I'm getting something good. I always get good stuff. (laughs) You do. You do. I I meant to ask you, I don't know if you were paying attention before we do our our toast. Uh, Whatever happened to that guy, John Schneider? The one that was this coupon President Biden? Oh, my goodness. I don't know. I never knew too much about his politics in the first place. The last time I saw him, he was on for better or worse or richer. The the haves and the have-nots. Yeah, Yeah. you know, with Tyler Perry. But you know what? I did notice when they had the reunion, he was the only one that wasn't there. Oh, really? No, he didn't show up. Of the main cast members, Mm -hmm. he wasn't there. But that could have been for many reasons. That didn't necessarily have to mean anything. I mean, because he was definitely there on the show yeah. and but may, maybe maybe he was playing the person that he was well my, he, he was in the dukes of hazard right yes but well, i mean i didn't why well, i didn't watch that i didn't I watch know. that well, yeah, you know you know they act like he wasn't on tyler perry show they keep saying oh the dukes of hazard the dukes of hazard uh, uh, yeah well it depends who the they is you know it depends on who which they source you're reading from Right. So, but anyhow, but the most recent thing I've seen him on was Tyler Perry. And and I have to admit, I did not watch The Deuce of Hazard. I knew he was on that program, but that's that didn't, you know, appeal to my taste. So I didn't watch that. Um, I know he took paychecks from Tyler Perry. Oh, wow. Now, what, now, now, whatever else he's talking about, I don't know. Okay. All right, Let, let's get the show started, everybody. And we're going to okay. let everybody know what we are sipping on. And we are doing rum because rum is, you know, you think of the holidays, right? I know you have yes. a nice little eggnog. Uh, I certainly do. And I have some rum, some 10 to 1 rum and a little cocktail as well. So okay. Can you, can you start Wonderful. Okay, yes. Let's lift our glasses. And just be thankful at this time that we're here to celebrate the holiday season and that we're here to celebrate each day. So far, so good. Okay, let's lift our glasses to health, wealth, and happiness, long life and prosperity. Salud. Salud. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Okay. All right, mom. 
before we start on the show, as we said, this is our holiday episode, but you know, we always have to get into some pop culture. And this is a reminder, guys, this is our last episode of 2023. We'll be back on January 3rd with a brand new episode. And we are also doing a special Golden Globe nomination, a Golden Globe Award show. And we will let you know more about that within the next few days. Um, so thank you guys for keeping with us and supporting us. We really appreciate you. All right. Oh, that's ditto. When she says us, that really does mean us. Both of us, we appreciate you more than you will ever know. So, Mom, we got to start it off with something a little bit serious, serious because uh, Tyreek Hill has been in the news lately. Now, he's been in the news lately because he's been playing really well. Uh, he is an MVP candidate for the season, and he is featured on HBO's uh, ongoing season of Hard Knocks. So, you know, he's playing well, blah, 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 blah. Everything's good. Dude, does However, everyone know who Tyreek Hill is? Well, listen, he plays for the Miami Dolphins and he is a wide receiver and he's one of the best to play at his position. So, okay. You know, and he played with Patrick Mahomes for a few seasons and they won a Super Bowl together. He did not play in the, uh, with him last season when Patrick won his second. He's been on the Okay, my very good. Right. Okay, very so, good. Now, you know, all of our audience, you know, they're not necessarily football people, right. you know. Okay. Well, a lot of people have been saying that maybe he's been getting the so-called sports watch in which you kind of, you know, forget about all of the past bad things that Tyreek has done, which we've known that he, there's videotape of him uh, assaulting a former girlfriend. He was strangling her out in public. Um, there's also uh, abuse allegations against his little boy. And, you know, there's evidence that he that the little boy suffered a broken arm and he was at the time, I think he was three years old. There's just a lot of, uh, you know, terrible things about his history. And because he plays football so well, a lot of people just kind of put it in the back of his head, but they've been brought to light recently because he has two paternity suits out now. Um, supposedly he has seven children. Um, he just got married a few weeks ago and he's had three, allegedly three children this year. So my, my question to you is in general, do you think that uh, his this should go against him being nominated for MVP award? Also, do you think when players behave like this, do you think that the NFL should step in some more and um, you know just kind of enforce punishments for, for bad behavior off the field? Okay, you know what, daughter? I'm not really sure if you were saying that there are criminal charges have been lodged against him for his they, behavior. They were, I'm, and what they were, and some were dropped because you know the the mother decided to drop it. But there was physical evidence that okay, our criminal charges currently uh, being pressed against him. Just, just paternity. paternity. Okay, just paternity suit. Okay, well, let me just say this. I don't know what the NFL stance is on this, but for Tyreek is his name? Tyreek, yes. For Tyreek, Tyreek, you need to do whatever it is that has to be done in terms of professional help, uh, spiritual help, maybe even physical help to step into the role of a responsible parent. And a parent who can provide a home, 
stability, love, nurturance, protection, and all the things that a parent is supposed to do for those however many children you have, okay, uh, reputedly seven, you need to step up first and foremost and get yourself in a healthy position emotionally, psychologically, physically. You need to get yourself healthy so you can take care of your children because right now you are behaving in a very unhealthy way. You're making some bad decisions. You're making decisions that as a free, uh, privileged, I'm using the word privilege for you, talented, wealthy, physically healthy, I guess, young black man, you're making some decisions you should not be making. So something is wrong that you feel that it's okay to go around impregnating numerous women married to none of them because it's not your wife who's having the, the children, I don't think. No. Married to none of them, numerous children by numerous women, what stability and nurturance and sense of belonging and family are you providing for them? What are you instilling in these children? How don't you see that you are negatively impacting on our community and our society? How is it that you think that you're doing the right thing? You are not. This behavior is reminiscent of the way Black men were forced to behave when we were enslaved by the white slave owners after we were stolen and brought over here from Africa. You are behaving that way. You are behaving the way Black men behaved when they were forced to be separated from their wife and their children. You are behaving in that way, although you are a free, healthy, wealthy man. Well, I want you to th I want you to think about it. I want you to think about what are you providing for these children? Forget the relationships with the women, okay? Because it is the children that you are legally responsible for. So, irrespective to what the NFL does, your behavior transcends anything that the NFL could ever do. Because well, these are your children and they and you will have them forever. NFL will have some sway over your pocketbook, got all of that. Mm -hmm. But baby, you are making decisions about your life that will impact on you forever. Well, I, And not only you, all those seven children. Well, I think, well, what I want to say was my, is that it's, you know, it's sad and it's disappointing uh, in, at this stage, you know, in, in our culture that we see this and this, you know, it's not, abnormal that we see this from athletes or actors or celebrities or whatever the case. And in particular, it seems to be more in the black culture. And that really upsets me uh, for many different reasons. You don't have to believe in marriage, uh, but uh, if you want to have a family, to me, when you start having all of these miscellaneous children, you're just making the light, the child, the child's life, the children's lives harder when they're, you know, separated in, in multiple households, and, and it's just not a good look. And the ch the children are fighting for your affection and fighting right. for your attention, right. and it is not a good right. thing. In no way could you think you are making a positive contribution to their well, quality of life. Well, what no I, way you could believe that. 
Well, what I wanted to say, Ma, is that, yes, I, I agree with everything you said. I'm hoping that moving forward that Tyreek, you know, sets a better example. And, you know, he got married. Um, now with these paternity cases out, it is not a good look. Let's see if he steps up to the plate. I don't like the NFL uh, just kind of turning a blind eye to, you know, pass wrongs because I, I think it sets the, the precedent that, oh, well, you know, I did something wrong, but I can play really well. So you'll just forgive me. And I don't like that. And I think that a lot of, um, I think that a, a lot of these owners think that they can do that. And they, and a lot of okay. these athletes get away with stuff. And I'm not See, happy. You that. know what, you know what I want to say? This is what I want to say. I think in general, now there's always exceptions to the rules, but what I think in general is if there's an issue of criminality involved, I think that person needs to put a, be put on ice. You know, they need to be suspended. They need to be shut down until that criminal issue is resolved. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. If it's a moral issue, I think the NFL needs to step back. You know how come? That's a slippery slope. Well, it is a slippery slope. That's a that's a slippery slope. Mm -hmm. And 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 they need to kind of butt out of your personal issues. Well, yeah. But, but if it but if it's criminal, if it's criminal then you need to be suspended until it's adjudicated or resolved however it's resolved. Well, you know, that, and, and, and I want to draw that line because if you don't draw that line, then you have some of them who go overstep well, and it's going to be a problem. Well, here, listen, mom, 100%. You got to be careful with that when it comes to people's personal life. We know the physical uh, allegations and abuse. We know that that was real. Now, whatever happened, uh, why, you know, they decided to settle or drop the charges or whatever it was, that's on them. We move on, we move forward. My issue is, is that the edit that a Tyreek Hill would get on hard knocks is like, oh, he's such a good man. And oh, they, him and his wife, they just got married a few weeks ago. And we were freaking well, you know, well, that's, a, that, well, that's, that's actually, well, that's actually false fake news. Right. Not, not, not that it's fake news in what they're saying, but it's fake news in that they aren't saying what it really is. And you I know, think, so and, yeah. And, this, and my, and, and like, I'm not going to go too further in with this. I think that it's important that people do get second chances and even a third chance. Now, after that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, a pattern. Uh, yeah. What I think is to acknowledge what you did and say, look, I, you know, did some terrible things before, but I went to counseling. I'm working every day to be a better person, blah, 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 blah. Right. Do that. Don't just act like it didn't happen because you yeah, well, that the right. uh, audience, the fans. Right. Well, see, well, see, that's the, that's the part about Tyreek manning up. That's the part about him getting himself mentally, physically, uh, and emotionally, mostly psychologically, mostly mentally healthy. Okay. Because mm -hmm. right now, you know, he's a uh, delusional to some extent. And mm -hmm. if you don't acknowledge, I'm with you. If you don't, it could be a man or a woman. We have this expression about manning up. In other words, if you don't acknowledge and take accountability for what you did, then guess what? You'll be doing it again right. and even worse, you know? So, I, so, you know, yeah, you know, I hear you. I feel exactly what you're saying, you know? But like I said, I don't put all the onus on the NFL. I, I, I put the onus on them for the part that they do. Don't present it like it's Mr. Wholesome, 
you know, Mr. Clean, when in fact he's doing a whole lot of foul living, you know, mm -hmm. so I don't think that should be, you know, exactly, you know, the way they spin it at all. Right. How, however, the way he spends his life, that's on him. Right. Okay. Um. So my let's move let's move forward to another topic. Uh, our girl Simone Biles. So Simone Biles is trending, but over the past few days, and this has been a hot topic, my on uh, okay. And she she and her husband uh, appeared on the Pivot podcast. Now I don't even know her husband's name. Just putting that out there, Jonathan Owens. Okay. Um, he was asked by Channing Crowder, one of the hosts on Pivot Podcast, the Pivot Podcast, how in the hell did you pull Simone Biles? And Owens admitted he didn't know who she was back in 2020 when they first connected after they matched on the Raya dating app. Now, that dating app, Ma, is uh, an app that only I think maybe 500 people are on at any given time. And it's and it's a pretty much only celebrities are on there, you know, or you, you have to be invited. OK, yes. So uh, he Jonathan Owens also said that, you know, he was the catch. He felt that he was the catch in this relationship. He feels that all men are always the catch in, in the relationships. He also said that she was the one who uh, met up with him, drove 45 minutes. She lived in the suburbs to meet up with him. Yes. Yes. And, uh, I recall. Yeah. yeah. And that when she won the Olympics, he was in college and he didn't have NBC and we didn't have Olympic channels. We were in training, uh, training camp in late July and early August. So he mm. wasn't paying attention and didn't know um, who she was. So just to let you know, people have done a little bit of research. He knew who Gabby Douglas was from his tweets and his, uh, you know, whatever social media, he knew who she was. And Gabby Douglas came out before Simone Biles did. He said, Oh, you know, I know her. that, you know, I know. So, uh, yeah. just get your thoughts on this. Ma. And are we being too okay. hard on Jonathan? No, no, no. I saw the interview. No, we are not being hard enough on him. I saw Ryan, Ryan Clark, giving him the side eye, okay. you know, and Ryan said to him, so is this all, does this all mean that you didn't want Simone? She wanted you or whatever words to that effect. And because that's the way he was sounded. He sound disrespectful. He sound ignorant. He sound dishonest. He sound misogynistic. And Simone, I'm going to say to you, if this is who he is, even if this is his representative and not really him, it's terrible. Why would you eat your representative is supposed to be a better version of you, not a worse. So if this is who he's sending out as his representative, you know, putting his fake ass best foot forward, it's terrible. It's disrespectful. It's ignorant. It is everything that Simone, you don't need in your life. Okay. I want to tell you, I want to tell you, Simone, you need to run. If for some reason this man thinks that's a good way to talk about you and refer to you. And, you know, this is his level of enlightenment. You need to run. It is no way he thinks he's making you look good by referring to himself as the catch. And he didn't even know who you were when you have achieved 
I don't know what he will achieve, but he has not achieved on the level that you have at this juncture in his lifetime. Well, okay. So, so how he's the catch is beyond me and that he would try to be so condescending and so demeaning is beyond me. Well, you know what my, it's just like Shannon Sharp said, listen, you're not the catch if somebody's referring to you as Simone Biles. Uh, husband. husband, right? And, we don't and, even. And, and guess up. what? No. Guess what, daughter? If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't even listen to any of it because I didn't even know who he was. I didn't know who he was. Listen, the reason why I even knew that he existed was because you know I, I enjoy football, and Simone Biles was at a football game because he's Simone Biles' husband. Right? Uh, she please. brought attention to him. Okay, let me just say this. Listen, they're still, you know, relatively young in the game. They're both under 30. What I will say is, Jonathan, I'm sure you love Simone. I'm wishing you and her luck in the future, but this is not a good look. You are supposed to put your wife on a pedestal. Your own, what's happening to me is your own insecurities. You're finding out. If you didn't know who she was, which I know you didn't know who she was, uh, you're finding out just how popular she is. Right. That's right. That's right. That's right. And guess what? And guess what? You're going to learn now. Right. Right. Like as Kevin Hart says, you're going to learn now. Right. Okay. You're going to learn today if you didn't know. And guess what? Your wife is supposed to be on a pedestal. She is not your footstool, baby. And you will learn if she doesn't show you. All her surroundings will show you. You right. will find out. Uh, right. Simone, you know, just keep your divorce lawyer on speed dial. I well, know you got it. I'm not going to go there. I'm wishing I'm, him good luck. I'm going there. I'm not wishing her that bad news. He's bad news. I'm not wishing her. And, and he's lying. Chances that he, how long do you think it took him to find out who she was? Well, my listen, they were on that special app that's only right, 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 right. How long do you think it took him to find? He sounds like he's lying. How incredibly stupid could you be? At what point did you not know who she was? And he's an athlete. He's an athlete. Come on, come on. That's that's why Ryan was looking at him. Ryan was looking at him like he wanted to smack him in the head. (laughs) Ryan was looking at him like, man, come on, you sounding like a fool. And you did. And if by (laughs) chance that's true, then you already are concussed, okay? You already, right. right. Okay, Simone, girl, go ahead and run. Go ahead and run and let him get fixed or get healed or whatever's going on with him. You know, you could date him. Maybe he's charming. Maybe he's sexy. Well, they're married, Ma. I understand that. I understand that. And how many of them get unmarried in a hurry? Simone, girl, you ain't doing yourself no favor with him. Mm -mm. I will Mm -mm. say, I'm... I'm going to wish that, you know, this is, a, I'm going to say this is a teaching moment for him. Uh. Simone, I wish you happiness. And you talking about, you know, he loves Simone. I don't know that. Maybe you love know that. I don't know that. You're right. And, I don't know. And, and, and Simone, mm-mm, I wish you happiness. I wish you happiness. I don't wish you anybody who, uh, uh in, in front of the public purposely demeans you, you know, and he's the catch and, and he, no, he ain't no catch. You can delude yourself all you want. You ain't fooling nobody. You need, yeah, please. If you said that to my dog, she would bite you. Okay? No. Yeah, she would. That's true. You know, you ain't no catch. Mm-mm. If you were catching Simone, you need to throw that catch right on back in the river. Nope. All right. <laughs> the last thing, by somebody po- uh, pointed out on, uh, I think it was X. 
formerly known as Twitter, that yeah. he was being a little too harsh toward Jonathan. You know, he is a, you know, well-paid athlete. Um, he doesn't have any baby mamas. And this we is who? marriage. We who was being too harsh on him? I'm not harsh on Jonathan at all. All right. We who? Oh, oh no. Thing. All oh, right, bye. You know, we, you know, we wish Jonathan well. You know, I I just said he made some. I basically said he made some bonehead moves. No, no, <laughs> not that. What guy, happened? Simone Biles' oh. husband. Oh, that man. See, I forgot him. I didn't even remember him. Oh man, go go away from here. Go away. <laughs> Get out of here. I, 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 oh, that's his name. Oh, you mean I the coach? My, yeah, I have, right. I have the uh, article in front of me. That's the only reason why I know his name. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's move on. Uh, so my your girl Taraji P Henson is out doing her publicity tour for the color purple, which we are going to see the day after Christmas. So can't wait to tell you guys what we thought about it. We know it's going to be good. Excited. But Ma, she has been visibly very emotional. Um, Some footage that went viral. She was having an interview with Gail King. And Gail asked her about a report that claimed that Taraji was considering quitting acting altogether. And she was tearing up when she said, I'm just tired of working so hard, being gracious at what I do, being paid a fraction of the cost. I'm tired of hearing my sisters say the same thing over and over. You get tired, you know? So she went on to explain that, you know, I hear people say that you work a lot. You know, she says, I have to, the math ain't mathing. Uh, Big bills come uh, with what we do. We don't do this alone. The fact that we're up here, there's a whole entire team behind us that have to get paid. Now, we know that she was nominated for The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, and she was in that in 2008, and she asked for $500,000, and ultimately, she received $150,000 for the role. Now, she has since been nominated for a Golden Globe. Oh, not nominated. She won a Golden Globe for playing Cookie on Empire. Now, what are your thoughts on Taraji, Ma? You know what? I've gone through long tirades about Taraji and so on and so forth. This is what I'm going to say. Taraji, you have every right and the responsibility to advocate for yourself, to negotiate and advocate for what you feel is a fair pay for the work that you do. When you are on a tour to market, sell, advertise for a specific movie, that should be your focus. When you are doing an interview all about Taraji, then you talk about what you want to. I would think that it is in your best interest and it behooves you to fight, fight, fight for what you think is fair and right. Do it in the proper forum. Do it in the proper forum. If I'm a movie maker, whoever does the hiring, but let's just say I'm the movie maker, and I'm hiring, 
I may want Taraji or somebody like Taraji. Okay. However, what does that mean uh, somebody like her? Somebody with whatever her capabilities are. I'm not assessing that. I'm not calling out anybody else. Somebody who can sing, dance, has a little comedic edge or whatever. How do you describe her? I oh, you think, oh, you think, oh, you think, oh, you think nobody is interchangeable? You know, of I'm course. saying. We're all okay, interchangeable. Well then, well, then, well, then why did you, you know, come on. If I need somebody that, you know, maybe Taraji comes to mind, I will skip Taraji. Because I would not be able to count on her to market my movie or whatever is involved in, in bolstering the sales of my movie. Because she may get out there and start talking about whatever, having nothing to do with my movie. She may get out there and protest. Instead of her, I'm just telling you. Why did Gail, why did Gail, who is Oprah's best friend, she ask her that it. question? Well, why did, I don't why did know. Gail do I that? Don't, I don't know what it means. I don't know what Gail meant. I don't know what it meant. But I know Taraji got to think about her own career. Okay? It don't mean nothing to Gail. But it means a lot to Taraji because she's the one out here being hired as an actor to work in these movies. And, okay. and Taraji needs to stay focused. Fight your fight before you get it. I don't know what she meant. She ended up this and that or ended up whatever. I don't mean if that I don't know if that means her net amount minus expenses. I don't know what she's talking about. I don't know what she meant. That's all they agreed to pay her, or that's what she ended up getting after she paid all her own expenses. I don't know what no, she, she the, Okay. She said it that they ended up paying her a hundred and fifty thousand. I understand, but I don't know what that means ended up. How did it end up that way? That that's was the what check they, they negotiated. That's the okay. check they broke her. Okay, okay. Well, that's that's on her. That's on her to fight, accept or reject. Okay, that's she on said she netted forty thousand dollars from that after taxes and paying whomever else she needed to pay. But you, but your focus. That's not the point. That's not the point. The point is why is she on a publicity tour for Purple Color? Talking about her poor salary. That's not such that is something her and her agents and her lawyers and whoever her representatives are should well, negotiate prior to every job she accepts. Well, my why is she on talking about that on a color purple tour? Okay, why did okay, I got you. But Gail, who, like I said, it's no one Gail, is saying that Gail, Gail's response. No, it's not. But Gail asked her a Gail question. Gail asked her a question, I and Gail said to her, and "Why did you consider quitting Taraji, And Taraji had the onus was on Taraji to answer it how she felt. You okay. can ask me anything. I'm only going to give so you. So how what do I you bring like up? You. So Ma, how do you bring up? And she, I also heard this. And we don't know if it's 100% true, guys. This is just stuff that we heard in our opinion, like we always say, that she almost walked away from the color purple because of low pay. Now, there was those types uh, okay, of... Okay, okay, I'm finished. I'm finished with this. saying that you're finished. Because, because, doing it because you get because, asked, annoyed no, by because, something that I because, say. We're supposed you know to have because, an opinion. No, no but you ain't our hearing own opinion. me. You ain't hearing me. So you're mad I'm at not, me. No, you ain't hearing me. What I'm saying to you is I don't take issue with her fighting for money, for fair salary, but the stupidity 
to be going on the tour for the color purple and fighting with the people that you're working for. That's okay. stupid. That's not helping to rock. Look, you can say anything you want to say. If I'm another filmmaker and, you know, I'm looking for, a, a you know, uh, a cast or something like that, I'm going to skip Taraji. Because to uh, because not because she's demanded more money, but because she didn't have the intelligence enough to uh, negotiate that before she accepted it. If she accepts it, I figure she's good with it. You well, accept it, and then you fight over it. Well, and then and she's then not you're fighting over it. She's just mentioning it. Well, 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 she didn't just mention it; is she's mad about it. And then and then you're supposed to be on tour pushing my movie and you out here dogging it because you don't feel you got paid enough, but yet you had opportunity to negotiate it from the beginning. No. Well, Taraji is an idiot. Taraji is an huh, idiot. You don't have to call people names like that. Do you really? Taraji is it? an idiot. She, that's it's a bonehead move. Huh? So, come on, ma. Come on. Just because you disagree with her doesn't mean you need to call her names. I don't disagree with her. This is the part. So she can say I'm a loud mouth or whatever. I don't care. Okay. Listen, it's not that I disagree with her. And that's what you ain't hearing. I agree with her whole. You don't like the way she handled it. You think that she should have uh -uh. handled it behind closed doors. I, I think it's self-sabotaging. I think it is foolish. She ain't the only one that well, fights listen, over listen. her Listen, here, here's the only thing, Ma. Here's the only thing. Things are things are different than they were 10 years ago. Nowadays, people put things on blast and people have to pay attention to it. Now, I don't know if it lasts for a long time, but we live in a society now where bad publicity okay. is okay. good publicity. Any publicity okay. is good publicity. Listen, in some situations, it will pay off to do that. In some situations, going to social media is a good move is a smart move and other situations is not she didn't go to this, social media i don't care what she went she to. was she just putting it in public it's but yeah. that's public that's public pays you okay and okay. this situation no she's okay. not talking about she's not talking about raising the pay for everybody or doing it she's she's waging a taraji war okay She's talking about a Taraji issue, okay? okay? And and for that, she has her paid representation and she has herself. Now, listen, he you and I both agree, Ma, that Black women have not been paid the amount of money that they deserve. For everybody the know, everybody knows that. Nobody's going to argue so, that. No, 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 no. So we both agree. And we think maybe this wasn't the best way for Taraji to handle it. I don't want to just come down so hard on her because who I knows am. what she's I'm going down. Maybe I'm she's having a midlife crisis. I'm, I'm coming down. I'm have. coming down very hard on Taraji because to, okay. this is not the only thing Taraji has done. Okay. She's starting to she's starting to pile up a, a bunch of silly things. She's starting to pile up a bunch of silly things. Okay, okay. she's well, not showing any unity with the cast. Okay. I've seen her on a program where she talked about, oh, black men come home. Oh, oh, we need okay. you. I'm like, what? Are you out of your mind? You got your health and strength. You go go for yours. You go get what you No. I've seen Taraji do a whole lot of bonehead things. No. Okay. 
Well, can we, no. can, can we, all right, listen, I don't like the way Taraji necessarily handled this, but I'm glad that we're putting a spotlight on the pay uh, d- disparity between black actors and white actors. Okay. Because is, it, is, it yes, yes. Put is a that what we're doing? That. Is that what we're doing for the color purple? Is that what we're doing? But that's not, I get it. I get where you're coming from. I, right. I'm, so you choose this movie. So you choose the 40th anniversary of the color purple to do this. It's a bonehead idiot move. All right. Look. uh, Well, I'm telling you, no, Taraji, it was an idiot move. Now we're talking all about Taraji instead of talking about the 40th anniversary of the color purple. I'd rather be talking about Fantasia. Okay. Well, well, I I would also like to talk about how black women need to be paid more money for for their uh, work. Yes. Yes. In general, I would like that. We we, we didn't need this movie to talk about it. We could have been talking about that since the days of. uh, what's her name? Hattie McDaniel's. We didn't. We need. We don't need to talk. To pick this to talk about it. Okay. We can talk about that ongoing because it okay. has never. It has. There has never been parity. So we can talk about this up until when it becomes a reality. Okay. All right. So let's let's move on, Ma. We both agree that Taraji maybe didn't handle things well. Yours is a little bit more strongly than me, but we also agree that Black women need to be paid more money for the work that they put out there in these in, in their acting projects, and they deserve. That's a that's a long old story, and everybody knows it. And that and Taraji is no novice. She is no neophyte. Uh, she's been out here for a minute, and she knows how to represent herself and she knows what resources are available for her. No, I'm not feeling you, Taraji. Not at all. Yes. And, you know, even though I really like Taraji, I will point out, Taraji, that you are making more money than most people. Even though we know, we understand when you when it talks about comparing you to other actors. We get that. But we're talking about the everyday man you're making way more money than them. So be a little bit more empathetic towards the average working person who is struggling to pay regular bills. Taraji came came across as stupid and selfish. Obviously, the more more money you have, the bigger your bills. Common sense. So let's move. Let's move on to something a lot happier. Come on, let's get into. All right. Let's do top five shows of 2023. Top five TV shows. No, wait a minute. What you mean top five? You mean the top five that we liked? That you liked. Your top five favorite shows of 2023, ma. Oh, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Wait, hold on. Top five shows. Um, Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, I think I have my five together. Okay, my top five. Number wait, five. Wait, mom, 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 wait, hold up. I just asked you for number five. You don't have to okay. go. Okay, number five is mm-hmm. going to be Daisy and the Six is number five. Okay. Uh, any reason why? Or you don't want to go into it? Uh, well, I'm not going to go into it too much because it was, a, I think it was like a 10 part, a 10 episodes. Oh, so yeah. I, I can't go into no, all just, of it. Just why did you like it? You don't have but, to uh, well, 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 it was interesting. It showed it showed the ups and the downs and it showed how things can turn around, things that, you know, start off really bad and, you know, un, uh, unsurmountable odds can turn into something that is um, fulfilling and um, gratifying. So I liked it because in the end, uh, it it had a sort of happy ending. And I liked it for that. After lots of trials and tribulations, 
uh, okay. I think it, it worked out. So I liked it for that reason. Okay. Um, I'm going with, I, I, I liked it too. Um, it's not quite on my list, but I really, really enjoyed it and I benched it. So it's an honorable mention for me. Uh, I'm going with number five, Beef, starring Stephen Yen and Ali Wong. Like I said, um, this was a really, really um, unexpected hit for me. I didn't think I would really enjoy it because it looked like it was going to be a bunch of foolishness. It was all that involved with it, but there was uh, a lot of intrigue. There was a lot of mystery. There was a lot of action and there was all about growth in it. And I really highly recommend you guys watch it. If you haven't seen Beef, don't know if they're going to do a season two, but it was excellent. Yeah, I enjoyed Beef too. Um, Number okay. four. Okay, my number four. Now, I mean, I'm just giving these, listing these in this order. It doesn't mean this is the order of my, uh, you know, affection for these uh, movie, these um, shows. My next one is going to be Raising Canaan. Okay. Uh, and Raising Canaan, I maybe should have been my number one, but Raising Canaan is so bad. The characters are so bad. It's good. It's riveting. You are you can't wait for it to come out each week. The writers are on top of their game. The acting is excellent. And Rock, I want to be like her when I grow up. Because Rock is terrible, but she is all that. Okay? And okay. Um, I just love it. I just love it. You know, okay. it's just really, really good. Really wow. good. And, and hats off to 50. I hate to say it, but hats off to 50 with your big trash talking mouth. Hats off to 50. Well, my, that was actually my number three, Raising Canaan. Um, so okay. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to go with my number four show um, was Queen Bridgerton because I thought Shonda Rhimes oh, did Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. it was such a sweet love story. And to me, it was better than the original Bridgerton. Forget the second season. Oh, I thought it was so too. Much better than the second. Oh, I thought so great, too. I loved oh, it. I I did too. I thought it was great. They talked about you know mental health. They talk about uh the, you know interracial marriage. They mm -hmm. talked about uh you know embracing you know differences. Uh, oh, I just thought it was really good. I thought it was just a sweet uh love story. I thought it was really really good. Okay. Um, so what's your number three, Ma? I already told you mine was raising. Okay. Well, okay. Okay. Well, my number three is going to be uh, a surprise to me because it was the first time it came out. They had just one season and it was a, I guess it's, you would refer to it as a reality show. And it was called uh, a reality matchmaking show. And it was called The One. And and I was so surprised. I found it so entertaining and so just sort of really, you know, polished and sophisticated, but just sort of homey and everydayish all at the same time. And mm -hmm. uh, I really um, thought that Kirk and Tammy Franklin were just so charming. It was very different than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I, I enjoyed it very much. I hope they're going to bring it back. I thought they were excellent as host, uh, AKA mentors. Mm -hmm. uh, it was really, really cute. Really cute. I liked it a lot. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to check that out. I have not seen that. Um, but I'll check it out. Uh, my, what is your number two show? Oh, uh, my number two is going to be kind of on the, in the same vein, but a little different. And that is ready to love. Okay. And I, and I like it because 
whatever happens, whatever they do, they have lots of really wonderful and romantic opportunities to get to know each other. And also we see a lot of dynamics. We see, you know, whole lots of, uh, you know, not so nice things, but we see things that are human and we can see our own frailties in these people. And we <laughs> see things that in ourselves, uh, if we're really insightful, we can see things in ourselves that maybe we need to work on or, mm-hmm. you know, improve on. And and so I like it for that. I love the interaction because they're all there together for X amount of time. And the interaction is is very, very exciting, very interesting. So I like the ready to love. Okay, I'm going to go with my number two is the bear. And I really just enjoy, first of all, I love cooking. uh, And so I love the whole um, intimacy of the cast. There was a a great ensemble piece. Like every every person makes the other person better on the show. And to see just how intense everyone is, how much they really just love you know they want to make sure that their dish is the best dish that 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 a person has ever had and they're so passionate about it and I just love the dynamic um and this season was even better to me than the first season and the first season was excellent so I loved it yeah Yeah. number two oh yeah oh yeah I like the bear too I just hope they don't make me mad coming up the next season because and you know the love story, the burgeoning yeah. love story. So let's see how that goes. But yeah, I'm I'm a fan of the bear as well. Okay, so your number one. Okay, so my number one is going to be sisters, as is indicated in the name, mm-hmm. Tyler Perry's sisters. The camaraderie among these four ladies, and I mean they get into all type of situations. Okay. The camaraderie, the compassion, and the sisterhood among these four ladies is just wonderful. I just really feel so connected to that. And, um, you know, whatever they get into, they're open, they're honest with each other. And what one knows, the other one knows, they share it, they talk about it, they share their views honestly and openly, they disagree, they disagree, you know, and and they just sort of embrace each other for for the differences and respect the individuals that they are. They are really on point. The writers are on point. Not even about the story, about the sisterhood. Okay. All right. Excellent. All right. I'm going to say my favorite show of 2023 in the fin- the final season, Succession. Just the chaotic dysfunction between the siblings and whomever else that was brought into their universe was just so entertaining to watch. There wasn't anybody that was actually very likable, but it was a cast that you love to hate. There you uh, go. I, I just thought the, I thought the writing was superb. I thought the act, the acting was on another level. And so, um, that was my favorite show of 2023. I, okay. I'm, I also want to do an honorable mention uh, for I Am Virgo. I think that people should check it out because it's unique and it's quirky. It's a coming of age story about a 13 foot tall man who is, you know, just kind of escapes to experience the beauty and contradictions of the real world. And I thought it was really cute. And just Oh, yeah. Yeah. Beauty. 
Yeah, okay. I am Virgo was good. I had forgotten about that one. That was very good as well. No, I, I know. How could you? Mm-hmm. And and what was the other one that we gave an honorable mention to? The one with the the, the dancer. What's her name? Tiana. What's her name? Uh, a thousand. No, 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 ma. No, no. Oh, oh moving oh, on. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, okay. going on to top three movies of twenty of twenty twenty. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Uh, I, I'm and it's categories. not an honorable and it's not an honorable mention. So okay, okay. Um, all right, go. All right, ma. So no, <laughs> top three movies of twenty twenty three, ma. What is your third movie? My third movie was Beyonce's Renaissance Tour. Mine too. Excellent. Well done. Didn't expect this from Beyonce, an intimate, uh, personal look at her journey, creating uh, this masterpiece of a tour, uh, the connection that she had with her family, her children, uh, just like the intricacy of the set. I just loved it. I thought it was amazing. But Oh, man. Very diverse. Oh, man. The the, the wealth of, of talent unreal off the chain the wardrobes just off the hook just everything just everything that you could want a tour to be everything that you could want entertainment to be just just well worth the you know the time out of your life you know just just a three hours well spent I just loved it I was just very happy for Beyonce you know, uh, all the talent on the show. And it really did come across like an extended family. It mm-hmm. came across like somebody with a real big family, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it was just, it was just, uh, you know, wonderful, wonderful to watch, wonderful to experience. Um, number two for me is Rustin. And I just enjoyed it because I had not been aware of this hero, uh, he was some a, a member of the LGBTQ plus community. Uh, he did a lot of things behind the scenes and never got his recognition. And I thought his story was unique. I thought it was important and, and education for me. And um, I highly recommend it. And uh, Coleman Domingo is doing his thing this year. So oh oh absolutely. You know, and I agree uh, with Rustin. Rustin actually is on my list as, as well. And Rustin, I think that's who he was. I think that not only because of the time and that he was uh, a member of the LGBTQ community, but I think that was also his personality to a great extent. He -hmm. was making things happen. He was very instrumental in making sure and, and, and causing, he was the impetus to a great extent for the March on Washington. Yep. And and he was so wonderful and so committed and he had to fight against so much to make it happen. Don't forget the time it was in what is 63 or something like that. You know, you're talking many, many years ago and he not only was he instrumental, he had his hand in everything from giddy up to woe. And then in the very end, when he was invited to go meet with the higher ups, mucky mucks, the higher politicians, he said, no. He said, the man who cleans the floor, picks up the garbage is just as important as the man who's out front speaking with all the big politicians and so forth. And he had a broom in his hand 
Right, Pay? He had yeah. a broom in his hand and yeah. he was cleaning up. So that the symbolism was so strong. I think that's who he was. And it just made me admire him even that much more. So I was very proud, you know, of him, you know, vicariously. I was, you know, just very proud of him. And um, it was an education for me, too. And um, and he was just a good and committed person. So, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. was that your where was your number two, Ma? Uh, well, I just said that Rustin was on the list, uh, but my number two was um, uh, Michael. Michael was bit, Creed. Uh, was Creed? Yeah, it was Creed. Um, I referred to it as Apollo three, but I, you know, but I, I guess it was Creed three. Uh, yeah. Well, Apollo Creed. Okay, so Creed three, and um, I, I liked it because it was Michael B. Jordan, of course, in you know top form, and also it was Jonathan Majors, and I hope to see Jonathan together and like that again in the future. Because he's had a couple of bumps along the road since then. So I'm hoping to see him again in good shape, physically, mentally, everything in the future. Yeah, okay. And, you know, let's send positive vibes that Jonathan Majors get his. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's let, right. That's and, right, Jonathan. And let's get Michael B. Jordan his flowers. Okay. Oh, oh, man. Well, you know, he's got his. Absolutely. You know, okay. job well done. Job well done, guys. Job well done. And good luck moving forward. And that was that your number one was Rustin your number one? Yes. Okay. All right. My number one, and I know this is on your honorable mentions, is a thousand to one starring Tiana Taylor, who does an excellent job in this film. Um, she's a single mother and she makes a snap decision, uh, but she is very devoted and very passionate and just so interesting to watch. I see her acting chops working overboard in this film. I didn't know that she possessed that. I know she's a very talented woman, uh, but I highly recommend that you check out A Thousand and One. I don't want to give too much to it, uh, you know, give too much away uh, because it's interesting. There is a twist in it that we didn't see coming. I didn't see coming. Uh, and so I highly recommend it. Check out A Thousand and One by Miss Tiana Taylor. Okay. All right. All right, Ma. What films are you looking forward to for uh, either the rest of this year? What if, yeah, what films are you looking forward to? Because you know, the strike kind of screwed us up a little bit. Well, you know what? I just really, uh, just off the top of my head, uh, I just have two in mind. And one, of course, is The Color Purple, the musical. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm looking go forward see. to seeing that. Yeah, but I haven't seen it yet. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that one. And I'm also looking to see the Bob Marley movie. Yeah. And I, I forget the name of the young gentleman playing Bob Marley. Yeah, it's, I, was, think it's, I think it's Kingsley is his first name. Kingsley. OK, OK. Yeah. Uh, is he British? I guess he's, he must he's be, British. Right. He's, uh, he's, he's a, he, right. He's a black Brit. Right. Black uh, right. Right. And um, he was also in the uh, one of the um, Marvel movies. He played the nemesis of Samuel. Yeah. Uh, I forgot the character. Yeah. But yeah. 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 And um, and he was he played he Malcolm was, X. Ma. He played Malcolm and, X in the and, Regina King's movie that she made. Uh, uh, right. That's right. When it was uh, the four of them that Saturday night and yep. so forth. Yeah. And um, uh, he is good. He is really good. Very attractive, of course, but I think he, more than that, I think he's very talented. So I'm looking forward to see that. And addition, in addition to the fact that Bob Marley was a, a, an extremely talented and interesting character himself, mm -hmm. and so I'm looking forward to seeing that movie. Okay, okay. what about I, what about you? 
Um, there's a there's a couple, well, three in that come to mind, but outside of the color purple, which we will see, guys. We're gonna see it on Tuesday, so we'll let you know all about it when we return on January third. Uh, so Killers of the Flower Moon, we haven't seen that with Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, and, and Scorsese as a director. We're hearing good things about it, but we'll let you know if we really think it's good or not. Um, also, The Holdovers, which is a story pretty much about misfits. Well, not really misfits. It's it's a story of love and loss. And it, it has uh, Paul Giamatti and Divine. I forget her last name, um, but she's in Only Murders in the Building. She was in the uh, Dolomite movie, the remake with Eddie Murphy. Super talented. Um, plays a really big role in this. And I'm hearing really good things about that. So want to watch that. And finally, my American fiction starring Mr. Jeffrey Wright, Tracy Ellis Ross, Erica Alexander, Issa Rae, and Sterling K. Brown. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm looking forward to see that one as well. I'm looking forward to seeing that one too. Yes. Okay. And my, what has, has there been any one or two big disappointments for you movie-wise of 2023, the most overrated movie that you saw? And you were like, what the hell did I just watch? Or why did I see this? Oh God. What was it? The Hindenburg? Was that the name of it? Oppenheimer? I mean, Oppenheimer about the, <laughs> it was such a bomb. I just thought the Hindenburg. Same page. You okay. <laughs> Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer yeah. was just, uh, uh, please. Oh my God. I'm Abismal. with you, Ma. I'm Abismal. with you. Mm. I didn't, I didn't see the hype for that one in, in, in the Indiana Jones movie. And I do love Harrison Ford. But I love Harrison Ford too. I like Harrison Ford playing Harrison Ford at 80, not Harrison Ford playing Harrison Ford at 80 playing 20. <laughs> okay. Just insulting the audience completely. I couldn't believe they did that. Really? I understood him yeah. being in it, but I thought he would be in the more grandfatherly role. Yeah. Well, he was okay. <laughs> or at least, at least even fatherly. Really? They had him, they had him like he was a, a young. A uh, strong, virile, acrobatic man. It was r- ridiculous. It was ridiculous. All right, Ma. So we need to know your top five favorite people of 2023. And we're going to start with number five, Ma. My top five favorite people. Hold on. Hold on. Let me think. My top five favorite people. Yeah, your top five for 2023, because you know it changes. And we're going to start with... Number five. Number five. Okay, number five is going to be Shea Moss and Ruby Freeman for standing up for democracy. Tell us who they are, man. Those are the the mother-daughter team, poll, poll workers in Georgia. They sued Giuliani. Okay. uh, Election poll workers. Uh, I said P O L L workers, not P O L E workers. Okay. And and they sued Ruli Giuliani. Okay. And they won. Okay. How much of that money they'll ever see from him, I don't know. But anyway, they sued him for close to $150 million, $140 some odd million, and they won. They are bringing a second, they have initiated a second lawsuit against him uh, for him to cease and desist maligning their characters and, okay. or, some, or something to that effect. 
And what they are doing is not only standing up for themselves, they're standing up for democracy. And they have been subjected to all sorts of terrible, terrible treatment, all sorts of threats, all sorts of things. Their lives have been altered, but still they continue to fight. And my hat goes off to them. I respect and admire them immensely. And mm-hmm. that is, that is once again, Shay Moss and her mom, Ruby Freeman. Okay, my you you really just kind of make me feel really bad because I just went real silly. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna go with um these are why are they tied. Um I'm gonna go with Keanu Reeves and I'm gonna go with um Ser- Serena Williams. Uh I pick Keanu Reeves oh, good. just for silliness and also because he has the reputation of being a really good person. And I'm just gonna okay. pick Serena Williams for being uh an amazing pioneer uh athlete. To me, the GOAT when it comes to to athletes for women. And oh yeah. And I and I love that she just decided to go out with Grace. And I oh, just yeah. tremendously. So yeah. That that's my tide for five. What about okay. your four? Okay, so my my number four is going to be former first lady, my first lady for life, Michelle Obama. I like it. I like it for having the confidence and self-belief and the class and the dignity to to sport her braids. I loved it. I loved it. It's, It's symbolic. It's symbolic of her confidence and class. That's right. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with number four tied Zendaya and, and Rihanna. Uh, Rihanna used to be a little bit closer to my top. She's taking some time off and, you know, living her life. I'm going to give her her due for that. Um, Zendaya, I just like how she has been has been carrying herself as a young woman and a woman from the Disney culture. And, we you know, Disney, we love Disney. But, you know, sometimes being, you know, Miss Goody Two Shoes and having to live up to that reputation is difficult. Uh, but she has carried herself with so much grace. I, I love it. So, you know, we'll see. Keep it okay. going. Okay. Okay. Number three. All right. My number three is Wes Moore the governor of Maryland, because he is always so positive, always keeps it going, and is always focused on moving ahead. I love him. Every time I see him being interviewed, I'm inspired. How he's tackling, he's aware, he's knowledgeable, and he's, we're going to work on it. Whatever we can do in Maryland to move our state ahead and improve the quality of life, we're going to work on it. We're going to chip away, chip away, chip away, and we're going to work on it. And we are, and they are working on it. And I just, I just really admire him immensely. And he is always, always, always positive. Excellent choice, Ma. Really good. Didn't even think about him. Love it. Uh, Number, what number are we at? Number three? Number three? Uh, you, You have to give your number three. Oh, number three, LeBron James. Going with LeBron James. Um, oh, yeah. He's, to me, he's number two as far as goats, but he is among the conversation. And I just love the way he has carried himself. They told him he was the chosen one when he was like 13 or 14, and he has lived up to that and surpassed it. So um, LeBron James for me, number three. Number two, Ma. Okay, my number two is Joy Reid. Okay, And I, I chose Joy Reid because Joy is all that. 
She makes the news interesting. She is passionate. She is knowledgeable. And she's never going to leave any marginalized community out of the conversation. And I love her for that. She's all inclusive with her interviews, interviewees. And I love her for that. So Joy is my number two. Number two for me, Ty, Beyonce and Michelle Obama, two amazing ladies. Love it. Just uh, role models. Okay. Uh, number one for you, Ma. Uh, well, I had number one, somebody, my daughter. Oh, is that me? Something. It says my daughter. Well, that's very that It says my daughter because my daughter keeps it going. And I mean, against all odds, because baby, she's dealing with all kinds of things and she keeps it going and she cares about everybody and she's there for you. If you ask her, she's going to do it. And uh, I don't know. My daughter's just like everything. My daughter's everything to me. And um, she's my favorite person in 2023. And, you know, from the beginning of time, actually. But she continues to be in 2023. Well, Ma, you are my favorite person, uh, you know, forever. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you, you are, <laughs> you, you, you motivate me. You help me through very tough decisions because you know how I am when making decisions. Uh, and I really just appreciate that. Um, I love you for the person that you are, for everything that you have, you know, just instilled in me. And um, I, like I said, I don't know what I'll do without Good. you. Good. Well, don't plan on it, okay? Because I'm I won't not. be going anywhere for a long time, okay? Because okay. I'm still a very young woman, okay? Ma, I yes. love you too, daughter. And I thank love you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let, okay. Ma, we got we to gotta run through this because we're running out of time. Okay. Most, okay. most annoying people of 2023, just run down your list from five to okay. My Okay. Well, I only have three people on my list, and okay. they are starting with number one, Donald Trump, start with number two, Kanye West, start with number three, or ending with number three, uh, Greg Abbott, the Texas governor. Okay. Uh, the, okay. That's good. Number five, Kanye West. Number four, Alec Baldwin. Number three, the Logan brothers. Number two, Elon Musk. And number one, Trump. Okay. What are, you, what are your favorite holiday traditions, Mom? Okay. Decorating the tree, watching Charlie Brown, watching Medea Christmas. Yes. Watching Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I haven't seen It's a Wonderful Life yet, but I plan on watching that within the next day or two. Drinking eggnog. Uh, alcohol and non-alcohol, exchanging gifts anytime after 12 midnight on Christmas mm -hmm. Eve and enjoying, and enjoying a fabulous Christmas dinner. All right. It was the night before Christmas, Charlie Brown Christmas and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and our champagne and mimosa toast that we do every Christmas and spending, oh, time, yeah. and spending time with my family. Oh, my, yeah, yeah, it, family it, too. It, oh, of course, all these things are done with my family. Yeah, okay. Any, any resolution you want to say before we go? Yes, make sure you reach out at every opportunity given, reach out to your friends and family and don't, you know, don't let it be too late. Don't let that time pass by. Um, don't drink too much. Well, you can drink too much if you want to, but just don't get behind the wheel, okay? Uh, you know, have a designated driver, stay safe and remember to reach out and wish someone well and let them know you care about them. And, um, you know, spread love, spread love. Love makes the world go round. And that's Guys. what I want to say. 
guys, continue to focus on humanity and love. Uh, continue to grow, be better uh, spouses, better parents, better uh, you know children, friends. Just continue to grow. Guys, thank you so much for continuing to listen to us and support us. We really appreciate you guys. We will be back next year, January 3rd. We want you guys to have a happy uh, and safe holidays. Um, you know, continue to, to support us on all our social media platforms. We'll be back soon. See you later. Take care. Bye. Bye.